Sheila Fogarty on LBC. Call 0345 6060 973. Let's talk to Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, about uh, some elections happening in the States, which will provide something of a worry, something of a headache for the Biden administration, I think it's fair to say, Simon. I think it is definitely fair to say that, Sheila. I mean, literally, in the early hours of this morning, Joe Biden was stepping off Air Force One at Andrews Air Force Base, having returned to the United States from COP26 in Glasgow, just as Glenn Youngkin, a political newcomer, was taking to the stage in Virginia to celebrate his come-from-behind win in the race to secure the keys to the governor's mansion in that state. We are going to keep our communities safe. We're going to comprehensively fund law enforcement because they stand up for us and we are going to stand up for them. We are going to start that transformation on day one. A big win for Republicans in a state that exactly 12 months ago, President Biden won by 10 percentage points. And indeed, when this race got underway, it was widely presumed and polls showed uh, that the former Democrat Governor Terry McAuliffe running to try and recapture his old job was uh, absolutely tipped to win. Uh, But over the course of the last few weeks, as President Biden has suffered a whole variety of political blows, including, of course, the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, uh, the fact that the two key uh, fundamental planks of his legislative agenda, his massive infrastructure and separate spun- separate public spending initiatives, uh, are completely frozen in aspic up on Capitol Hill amid democratic disunity. Uh, that helped Glenn Youngkin score this uh, come-from-behind victory, and the recriminations within the Democratic Party are just beginning. You may remember Senator Tim Kaine. He was Hillary Clinton's running mate, a Democrat uh, senator from Virginia, and he is pointing the finger today at his fellow Democrats on Capitol Hill for not having done more to get legislation passed that Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat in Virginia, could have pointed to. If uh, we had been able to deliver infrastructure and reconciliation in mid-October, he could have sold universal pre-K, affordable child care, infrastructure, creating jobs. I mean, I'm going to be blunt. It's humbling to say it. So, uh, recriminations beginning within the Democratic Party and within the White House, where President Biden now, uh, having returned to the United States, finds himself suddenly having to focus on uh, not just his own uh, political outlook, uh, but the prospects for Democratic candidates in 12 months' time. Remember that in November of next year, one-third of the Senate and the entire House of Representatives is is up for grabs, Mm. and Republicans look looking particularly at this result in Virginia, but also at a very closely fought race, much closer than anyone anticipated in New Jersey for the gubernatorial uh, position there. It looks like the Democrats may eke out a victory there, but it's much closer than they had hoped. Republicans now are beginning to dream of capturing both houses of Congress in 12 months' time and turning Joe Biden into a complete lame duck. Gosh, it's so so early for this to be happening, isn't it? To, in in a presidency, what's what's at play here? Is it? I mean, he he certainly 
took COVID by the scruff of the neck, didn't he, and the vaccination programme by the scruff of the neck as soon as he got into power. But um, is there a sense that that's all he's done? There's a sense that the country is on the wrong track. There was a poll of likely voters in the all-important battleground state of New Hampshire uh, last week that showed 68%, I mean, not even close, 68% of likely voters in New Hampshire believe the country is on the wrong track. And the failure of uh, President Biden, for example, to be able to travel to Glasgow and point to legislative success up on Capitol Hill so that instead of just making promises about what he's going to do, for example, on climate change, one of the big issues for him, can't say it was an enormous issue for voters in Virginia, he's still only able to promise what he's hoping to be able to do because of all of this disunity among Democrats, uh, enormous divisions with Democrats on the right, battling Democrats on the left. They have different priorities and different things that they want to see in these two massive public spending measures. Uh, Week after week, we're told here it's a make-or-break week for the Biden presidency. The president keeps overselling the prospect of getting these votes passed on Capitol Hill. Week after week, they don't happen. The legislation continues to languish up there. And he finds himself in a position that should frankly be familiar to him because when he served alongside Barack Obama during the first two years... uh, of the first term of the Obama-Biden administration, uh, it was evident that Barack Obama, with hindsight, squandered his opportunity to get stuff done at a time when he enjoyed Democratic majorities on Capitol Hill. And so you would think that Joe Biden would come into office uh, in uh, 2021 saying, right, the one thing I'm not going to do is waste time and squander the very wafer-thin advantage that he's got on Capitol Hill. But, you know, adventures like Afghanistan, which he could have kicked down the road for another 12 months if he'd wanted to, Mm. have really dented his ability to be able to say that he's got very much done, coupled with a backfired the on him, debate on, on Capitol Hill. That backfired on him, did it, that Afghan end? Well, I mean, there's no question if you look at the polling, it's backfired on him. You've now got, in some polls, fewer than one American voter in three saying that they now believe it was the right thing to do to withdraw all U.S. forces. Remember, going into the Afghan withdrawal, a majority of Americans thought it was the right thing to do. And the Biden administration kept saying, well, at the end of the day, you know, no matter how messy the withdrawal has been, at least voters wanted to get all American troops out. Now it seems that the majority of voters don't even favour that. A cold, chill wind ran through my bones at a certain thought during this conversation. You can guess. We haven't used his name yet. We haven't used his name yet, but he is he is sitting in the catbird seat there. I mean, the the race in Virginia was raising lots of money. Yeah, raising lots of money, launching his new social media platform. We are, of course, talking about the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. Uh, You know, Glenn Youngkin ran a careful race in Virginia. He managed to avoid being drawn into controversy over the worst excesses of the Trump presidency. Donald Trump is insisting that his endorsement of Glenn Youngkin uh, helped put Youngkin on the path to victory. There may be some truth to that, but Youngkin is definitely trying to forge a slightly independent path from Donald Trump. But right now, in every single poll of likely presidential okay. candidates on the Republican side in 2024, Donald Trump is on top. 
at Thank the you. moment, you should assume he's going to be the man. Thank you uh, very much indeed, uh, Simon. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.